Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One, two, three. The inside hand out. He's got a big hole. It is a foot race, and I don't think they're going to get a 25 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Touchdown, Colorado! Buffalo Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is Buffs Primetime, presented by Coors Light, the official beer of chill. Now, here is your host, the voice of the Buffaloes, Mark Johnson. Well, after a week off, it's good to be back here at the Post Brewing Company in downtown Boulder for Buffs Primetime with head coach Mel Tucker. Colorado coming off of a, a win their last game out, of course, uh, two weeks ago now, uh, down in Tempe, Arizona, 34-31. Buffaloes are now 3-1, and one, overall 1-0 one and oh in Pac-12 conference play. Nice relaxing week last week, and, uh, well, the team was working. The rest of us relaxing. And uh, now we get set for the Arizona Wildcats coming to town. Always a big weekend, of course, uh, with the Buffaloes at Folsom Field. Family weekend. Crowd's going to be phenomenal. Very close to a sellout last I saw. So uh, that's outstanding. Looking forward to a great atmosphere. And Well, you look uh, kind of relaxed and rested after a week off. Would you go to Hawaii or would you do? Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> I hung out in, in Boulder and uh, I was able to, uh, we practiced uh, three times last week. And right. Towards the end of the week, I was able to go out and do some recruiting. I saw some high school games and then I caught one of my, my son Christians. I caught his JV game Saturday morning. Okay. Then I did a little channel surfing and <laughs> caught some games in front of the flat screen. So it was a, it was a good week. Yeah, I was giving Mel a hard time. I said on Saturday, do you just sit in your office and stare out at Folsom Field as longing? And he's like, I want to play some football. Nobody's here, right? Yeah. It's got to create a little stir, I would imagine, when you come walking into a junior high school football or a JV football game. Yeah, those guys, they start to look around a little bit. And, you know, I, I, sit, I sit in the stands, you know, with the parents. Sure, you know, yeah. So I try to yeah. blend in as, as best I can. Right, right. Do, do, you, do you complain about the coaches? No, never. <laughs> no. I, lo- I love the coaches. <laughs> yes. they, they do a phenomenal job. <laughs> they do a great job and never say a word about the officials. No, no. Hey, let's go back to that, that game down at Tempe two weeks ago, that first time we've gotten together and had a chance to talk about that what a, what a great gutsy performance by your buffs in that contest i thought yeah really proud of our team uh that night they uh they fought really hard uh, it was a it was a great team team victory we had some guys go down with injuries it was the next man up mentality guys stepped in and got the job done um just a hard fought battle um on the road in a hostile environment against a good football team well, was that game as physical as the the guys going down with indicate yeah it was a physical football sure game those guys like were from the from the onset, um, guys were getting after it. It went back and forth, and um, you know we were able to uh, you know maintain our poise and our composure. Um, able to continue to run the ball. We made enough plays on defense. We were able to to finish strong. It's one thing, and, and we've all heard coaches say this: we're going to run the football, right? We're we're going to run the football. 
And then when things aren't going well, all of a sudden that gets abandoned and, and everything kind of changes. You stuck with it in that ball game, despite the fact that early on there really wasn't much happening offensively on the ground. Yeah, you have to stay with the run game. Uh, you can't allow yourself to become one-dimensional. Um, you know, as a defensive coach, I would love to make an offense one-dimensional. You know, not right. even have to worry about the run game. Um, but we believe in what we're doing, um, believe in uh, running the ball and uh, trying to establish the run. And even if you're not efficient early in the game, if you keep hammering those guys to keep them honest, eventually, you know, they'll misfit a run. You'll start to get some movement and, and start to gash him a little bit and that's what happened that offensive line um, I think I saw where Coach Capps said he thought that was about as well as that, that unit's played this season. True? Yeah, you can see it on the sideline. They come yeah. off the side. They kind of had that look of, about them like, hey, we got this and <laughs> we're going to get it done. And they had a lot of confidence. And uh, they, they're starting to, to, to gel. And we have good, really good chemistry in our old line room. And, and, uh, and guys are really believing in, in our schemes and what we want to get done. As I've gotten to know Mel, this is my new favorite thing with Mel, is to get him talking about being physical up front on a football team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gets, he gets a spark in his eye, and you kind of get intense. We, we did a podcast with Marwan Hage here a couple weeks ago, and, and Marwan was talking about, in, in 2001, as great as that line was, and talked about how we would make the opposition give up. And he mentioned that in, in 62-36, any questions, that they saw Nebraska give up in the first quarter of that ballgame. You should have seen this guy, boy. He was ready to go out and hit somebody. Yeah, that that, that, that kind of lights you up, doesn't it? It does because uh, it's demoralizing to a defense yeah. when you can't stop the run. And uh, and that really makes that makes everything go uh, offensively, you know, your play-action pass game. And, and there's nothing more than I would like to be able to just hand the ball off and just run it down people's throats. Sure. And that's ultimately kind of the, the vision you've got. That that's the vision, and we'll, we're going to get to that point. Yeah. Um, we're going to keep working at it, and uh, we've got a great offensive line coach. You know, our tight ends block, our receivers blocking the run game. We got, you know, we've got three good backs that will hit it up in there, and we're going to continue to pound it up in there. Tony Brown is quickly becoming one of my favorite players. You know, he just shows up every single week yeah. and just performs, doesn't he? Yeah, TB. He's been doing it. You know, spring ball, fall camp. You know, yeah. he makes the plays he's supposed to make. He makes some plays that some people didn't know he can make, but we see it every day. He's sound and solid. He's very consistent. Um, he's, a, he's a veteran guy. He's a leader. He leads by example. Just a really fun guy to coach. Nine receptions, 150 yards, three touchdowns in that game against Arizona State. Those kind of workmanlike guys, you, you need a bunch of those kind of guys. I mean, you need stars, obviously. That's but right. Th those guys fill in those gaps beautifully, don't they? Yeah, they're, they're the glue. They're the glue guys because um, you know what you're going to get every single time. Um, they're very unselfish. You know, team guys, it's, it's, it's just very important for them to be able to, to do their job and do what's required, um, and that's contagious. With the guys that went down that game, I was joking with Gary at one point in the second half. I'm looking down thinking, I need to grab a roster. I'm not sure who all those fellows in the defensive front are. There were a lot, you were, I mean, some, you and some young guys were growing up in that ball game. Yeah, we had some of those young puppies that were throwing them in there. We're calling right. their names, and they, those eyes, their eyes are like saucers, you know. It's like, <laughs> really? You're going in now? Yeah, right now. Right. Get, get in there. Real. Prime yeah, time football. Yeah, real. Like, right now. <laughs> How'd they do? They did well. They yeah. did well. They, uh, you know, the young guys, once they get in and they, they get a couple snaps, they get hit the first time, and then they start to settle in, and it yeah. becomes like practice. Okay. All right. They have a different look when they come off the field? Yeah, they got a little different look. You know, swagger. you get them on the bench, sit them down, <laughs> give them a little water, say, okay, you good? And, uh, and so, uh, and then, you know, they come into the bye week, they, they have a little more confidence, and uh, and they're, they're in part of the game plan this week. You've got great expectations, so you set the bar very hard for those, high for those guys, but when you're talking about a, a first-year guy, an Austin Williams or someone like that, 
are you a little bit more patient with those guys because they don't know what they don't know? Yeah, they don't know. Um, they don't know they don't know. Yeah. They don't know that we know they don't know. Right. You know, that's, you know. That's, and I know. That's yeah. level three of not Everybody knowing. follow that? Yeah. You all get that? Yeah, yeah but they, uh, you know, you, you have, to have, a, have to have patience with them. At the same time, you have to push them and continue to raise the bar. And uh, But at this point in the season, you know, well, I don't consider them freshmen. Right. It's, it's time to go. We're into it now. Yeah, they, they certainly did uh, contribute greatly in that ball game. Uh, how many times have you been asked about wearing shorts since that game? Um, Quite a few times. I bet you. Yeah, yeah it's been it's been a, a topic of discussion. Okay, well, since you, you brought it up, uh, <laughs> what went into the decision to wear shorts? It was like a hundred degrees. Down there, you know? I said, that was hey. kind of a dumb question. Wasn't yeah, it? like hey, you know, this, uh, normally you know people wear shorts in these uh, yeah. conditions. So. <laughs> now, uh, somebody was saying the other day that the Mel Tucker got himself a, a pair of Lucchese cowboy boots. Uh, is, are you ever going to wear the cap of which with the shorts on the sideline? You know, I'm not sure how that would go off. You know how that would, go, but uh, I do have a pair of Lucases. Very nice. And, uh, Very and nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to. Uh, I've worn them a couple times, mm-hmm. and and uh, they actually uh, Jerry Rutledge down in Colorado Springs actually gave me a contraption that helps me get them off, <laughs> which was probably the most important. Jack. Yeah, yeah what's it called? A boot jack. Boot jack. Yeah. And so I got the boot. I got the boots. Got the boot jack. I'm locked and loaded. That's standing. I, I thought it was funny. The, if you saw the, the highlight uh, video, there was a quick shot of Mel down there. One of the players said something to him, and he says, "Look good, coach. Good. I think it helped." Yeah, I mean, I felt I felt really good. I was comfortable, and the, the, the players looked good in the warmups. And it's like, hey, it's a great night for ball. Yeah, you know, Brian Cabral many times wore the lava lava, so maybe this can be your signature now. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll check the weather report, and we'll go from there. <laughs> Take us through the week, then the, the the bye week. I love that uh, Mel said we were talking earlier, and uh, he said we went down to the Ponderosa to practice last week, down to lower practice fields. Yeah, our lower practice fields. We have three beautiful fields down there and, and uh, we take the ramp down and cross the cross the, the creek there and uh, and you got a great view of the mountains and that's where we that's where we had our fall camp practices and it's kind of you know during the bye week you want to go back to a fall camp mentality you know mm-hmm. do a lot of good on good work a lot of focus on technique and fundamentals just reestablishing the foundation of our program and so um, we, we renamed that those fields to Ponderosa that's right Bonanza I love the reference uh, so how, how do you determine by the way on a bye week like that you guys I guess you lifted on Friday but you had Saturday and Sunday off yep. how do you kind of view that and, and what determines how much you're going to practice how much you're going to take off yeah well, we we, uh, we planned it out in the, in the preseason mm-hmm. and, uh, and we knew we were going to go you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, in terms of practice, and the, and we were going to give them off after that. Um, it, but it really depends on uh, the state of the team, you know, uh, injury situation, um, and uh, so whether we go on in pads and how much hitting do we do. Um, and so, you know, we were in, in helmets and shorts uh, two days and we had pads, you know, one day. Got a lot of good work in. Um, we were a lot of good on good. We got our young players a lot a lot more reps right. um, just to you know get these guys more more prepared for our games coming up and I thought we used the the time uh, efficiently and effectively you you want to be a physical football team as a year goes on do you begin to balance the how much physicality we do in practice uh, compared to well we don't want to get anybody dinged up how do you how do you balance that no you have to yeah. um and so um you know, early in the season we were going pads on Mondays. Now on Mondays we just go helmets, mm-hmm. and then um, and then we have our our Tuesday, Wednesdays are our bloody our bloody days, bloody Tuesday, bloody Wednesday. Okay. Then right. we go a deload Thursday, and we go fast on Friday. And so uh, that's been working for us, and we have um, we'll adjust it as we need to. 
Nobody in this room wants to be part of Bloody Tuesday and Bloody Wednesday, by the way. We just, yeah, we kind of embrace it. Yeah, We kind of embrace that's, it. Uh, that's yeah. a physical football team. Yeah. Uh, let's go and take a time out. Uh, Mel and the Bubble News have got Arizona coming to town on Tuesday. I beg your pardon. On Saturday, uh, 2.30 is the kickoff time. Gary and I are going to hit the air at uh, 12.30 with the Bubble and Stampede pregame show. Get on out there and cheer on the Buffs this weekend. We're at the Post Brewing Company. It's Buffs primetime. By the way, we've got Jimmy Brumbaugh's coming up, defensive line coach. We'll get Mel's uh, comments on him. And also Jalen Sammy, is going, who might be one of the biggest human beings I've ever met, by yeah, the way. Yeah, he's a, he's a massive guy. Well, he's got a, you know, he's got a, a, a great big heart. I mean, just yeah. a, one of the greatest young men you ever want to meet. I mean, he is a flat iron. I mean, he's becoming that. I mean, it's just enormous. He's mountainous out there. So we'll talk with Jalen as well. That comes your way next after a quick timeout. More with the coach straight ahead. This is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. KOA. University of Colorado football is brought to us by Safeway. Proud to support the Buffaloes. Part of Safeway's commitment is to support local businesses, local growers, and local schools because it's Safeway. What matters to you matters to us. Back here at the Post Brewing Company, we're out here every Thursday. However, with that being said, yeah, give a round of applause. We're out here on Thursdays all the time, of course, but I, I just, just, uh, just thought of read them correctness, right? We're here Wednesday next week? Right, yeah, he's giving me the thumbs up. Ladies and gentlemen, Reed Fisher is the brains of the operation over there. Um, not just a pretty face, he's a smart guy as well. Uh, but Wednesday next week, because we've got the Friday night game in uh, Oregon on Friday night, so uh, we'll be taking off, obviously, on Thursday. So we're out here next week on Wednesday. But come and see us, 1230 to 130, and then the show airs on that evening. Uh, tonight happens to be the show tonight, Wednesday next week at 7 o'clock. Uh, Steven Montez, I want to get, get a quick comment about him, the way he played that ball game uh, two weeks ago. Uh, m- maybe as good as he's played since you've been here, do you think? Yeah, he was, he's very impressive. Um, I, I've liked Steven from the beginning. Sure. And, uh, you know, he's a... Uh, He's got a lot of play experience. He's got a big arm. Um, he really, he really cares about our football team, mm-hmm. and he knows that you know he's the key to us having the type of success that we want to have. And so, uh, and I talk to NFL scouts about him every week. They always ask me about him, and I tell them that you know he's taking care of the football. Um, he's uh, he's leading. You know, he's running the show, um, and then he's getting better and better every week. Yeah. Taking care of the football. That, that if, if you're going to break down and put a list of the attributes you want a quarterback, you want a big arm. That's awesome, isn't it? That's right. But, boy, guys that, that take care of the ball and treat that thing as valuable as it is are most important, isn't it? Yeah, it's all it's the ball, the ball, the ball. It's all about the ball. And um, turnover margin is probably the, the largest determining factor of uh, winning and losing games. And so if you can take care of the football and offense, um, we talk about ending every series in a kick, you know, whether it's extra point, field goal, or punt. You can take the ball away on defense. you got a great shot to win. Probably not a surprise, then, that uh, the Buffaloes are plus seven, uh, sitting at three and one. You've got Arizona coming in here plus six. That's been a great indicator for these two teams this season. Yeah, it's uh, we got to take care of the ball, we gotta, and we got to take it away. But, uh, you know, the, the turnover margin is is huge, and, and um you know, when you when you really think about it, and it, it's and people that don't, and I've been over to Europe a couple of times, you know, and and they people tell me I don't, you know, we don't understand American football. You know, you got all those people out there, and they're just just trying to murder each other, just running kill each other, each just run into you. What yeah. are you doing? And I, I tell them it's all about that ball. <laughs> you know, right. you're trying to keep it, you're trying to advance it, and you're trying to take it away. Yeah. And uh, and we 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 have full time jobs, you know, trying to do that. All right. How, how do you work on that with with a running? 
back, to have sure hands? There's a lot of a lot of drills you can do. Um, you know, Coach Hagan does a great job uh, with our guys. You know, keeping the ball high and tight, and you know, we'll, we'll have them run the ball. We'll hit them with bags, and we'll have them do up downs with the ball and do all types of stuff. And and then on defense, you know, we try to take it away in practice, and yeah. we have a lot of drills. And so, you know, with us trying to take it away in practice, that's a good practice. That's a you know just good you know for our offensive guys to take care of it. And, and uh, but it's, a, I mean, if you can't take care of the football, um, you're not going to win very many games. You, you, you being a defensive guy, when did that change where the, and maybe go back to, I'm thinking when you were playing in the mid-90s, the, the idea that when you're coming in, you're, you're trying to strip all the time. Because they, they seem to change in, in maybe the last, what, 20, 25 years? Yeah, I believe, um, you know, it's, it's kind of always been like that. But when you look back a few years ago when the Saints won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, you know, their defense, they had a, they had a, a solid defense, but it wasn't a top five defense. It wasn't like the '85 Bears or the Ravens defense or anything like that. Right. But what they did do, they led. The, they led the NFL in takeaways, they, and they led in, in defensive scores. And if you score on defense, you're going to win 90 percent of your games. If you're plus one um, in the turnover margin, is 70 percent. Uh, plus two, 80 percent. Plus three, you're 90 percent. Hmm. Right. And so, and that's that. It's a fact. Right. But in terms of guys, because we see guys, you know, coming down the field and we're going to be tackling. While they're coming in, they're punching at the ball. Yeah. When, when did that become involved? Yeah, you know, um, there was a, I coached a guy in, in Chicago, uh, Charles Peanut Tillman, and uh, he was a master at it. And he's, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and he, they call it the peanut punch. And, um, you know, he would go in there and he, as he's making a tackle, he'd punch the ball and he'd get it out. And, and uh, you know, the Bears were, you know, they were notorious for taking the ball sure. away. And, um, and I would watch him in practice do it. And, and, you know, everyone in the NFL knows that he's going to try to punch the ball out. And our running backs, would, they would have the ball. They would put two hands on the ball. Right. And he would come in and still punch it out. I was like, how did you do that? <laughs> right. And he was like, well, I'm Peanut Tillman, of course. Yeah, he's doing a peanut punch. Yeah, yeah. a peanut punch. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> it's magic. Uh, let's talk about this Arizona team a little bit. You don't know what quarterback you're going to face. And, and I don't need to remind uh, CU fans what Khalil Tate has done the last couple of years against the Buffaloes. And so you're kind of getting ready for one guy that's very dynamic. He can throw, but he can also run very well, obviously. And then Gunnell's, boy, don't overlook that young fella. He's a good-looking young quarterback. Yeah, both uh, very capable quarterbacks. I know their coaching staff likes them both. Um, yeah, Tate, I mean, if, if he plays, you know, we're prepared to, for a dynamic guy. He's a game wrecker. Um, he can make all the throws. He's got a really strong arm. He's a fierce competitor. He can make you miss in space running the ball. Um, and, uh and he, I mean, he's a he's a problem. You know, we have we have a game plan specifically for him to um, keep him in the pocket in the passing game, and then in the quarterback run game to to contain him and try to limit him. The, uh, they're, they're very multiple on offense, aren't they? I mean, they do yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah, Summy does a great job. He'll, he'll spread you out. He'll formation you, you know, shifts, motions. Uh, try to, he's going to force you to make plays in space, you know, get guys one-on-one, try to get wide receivers on linebackers, things like that. And they do a great job keeping you honest running the football. And uh, that's one thing you that's uh, unique and special about what they do. A lot of these teams, that, you know, they kind of they, they're spread out and they just get enamored with the pass game and they don't like you, we talked about earlier abandon the run right. they don't do that and yeah. they continue to stay with the run so we'll have to certainly be at our best they're they're number one in the pac 12 and rushing at about 255 yards per game number one overall offense over last week when, when Gunnell played they only got 99 yards in that uh, victory over ucla D- defensively the numbers aren't great i'm sitting here looking at them. they're giving up what 
29 points, 336 yards passing, 473 overall. Opposition 49% in third down. But they've, they've found a way to turn force turnovers. Yeah, they again, turnover margin. Uh, they attack the football. They're opportunistic on defense. Um, they mix up the fronts. They're, they're, they pressure on all downs, all downs and distances. Um, and they, uh, you know, they make it tough on the offense because you're not sure what you're going to get. They mix up the coverages and with the fronts, and they're very aggressive. Um, but, uh, you know, they do have, you know, obviously they have some holes in some certain places, and yeah. we've got to find them. Is, you're talking about them changing the coverages or mixing up coverage. Is that what, I mean, they've got nine interceptions in four games. Yeah, that's I a mean, pretty big number. Yeah, they, that, that's a huge number. Yeah. I mean, they, they get after it. They've got guys that uh, they have a lot of eyes on the ball, and uh, like I said, they're opportunistic. They mix up the coverages. Um, and so we have to do a great job, you know, sticking with the game plan, taking what they give us, not forcing anything. And it's going to be a four-quarter football game. We've got our player coming up. I want you to comment about him. But but Jimmy Brahma is coming up here next, your defensive line coach. Jimmy, I love Jimmy. And he looks he's a, he looks like a movie star if you look back look at him. He's the guy. The light shining at you, glowing yeah. over there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've known Jimmy for a long time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He's a, he's a, he's a great uh, D line coach. He's been uh, trained and, and tutored and mentored by the great Pete. Jenkins, who I work with at LSU, and like I told you earlier, I don't know if there's a coach in America that loves his players more than, than Jimmy Brownball. Is that right? And, and that really goes a long way when, when guys know that you, your, your players know you care about them. Yeah, he cares greatly, and as hard as we work, I mean, they got to know you care about them, and yeah. and, uh, and so he does a great job with technique and fundamentals. He teaches those guys how to play blocks and how to convert to pass, and they're always working. If you watch our practices, you know, when we're doing special teams, those guys over there doing drill work, and, and he's always getting after him and and we and we're playing a lot of young guys and, yep. and that's uh, that's a credit to Jimmy and his and his teaching. All right, how about James? Four years, but he's only a was he a redshirt freshman now? Yeah, he's a young guy. He's a big guy. When I got here and I saw him, I said, man, he looks like one of those guys we had down in Bama and Georgia. <laughs> there you big, go, big guys up front, big body. And uh, I like him. he's got a big head, you know. And, and I, I, I love him to death. But he's, <laughs> yeah, he's got. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't talking in terms of uh, kind of his attitude or arrogance. He was physically yeah, yeah, large. Yeah, yeah, no, but he's got you know he's a he's a Prince of a young man. He's got yeah. a big heart. Um, he's a, you know, he's a, right in the middle of our defense. You got to have a, a big anchor in there, and that's what he does yeah. for us. And that, that's a position as young as he is. He's had to kind of. It's been a baptism by fire getting out there and playing that anchor. Yeah, he's handled it pretty well. You know, yeah. he's he uh, he's strong in there. And uh, I was I was teasing him today. I said that people don't run screens on us because we're sitting at the line of scrimmage with our big guys there. But <laughs> but uh, I think he thinks he can rush a little bit too. So we'll Next see what, we'll see what he's got on Saturday. Well, we'll talk to him. He's nodding over there. Now, we'll, we'll talk to him about that when he gets up there. Coach, have a great game against uh, Arizona, rather, on Saturday. Thank you so much. All right, there he is, Mel Tucker, head coach of the Buffaloes. Again, that's a 2.30 kickoff. The Buffs and the Wildcats at Folsom Field. We'll hit the air again at 12.30 of the network. Uh, Jimmy Brumbaugh is going to join us, defensive line coach for the Buffaloes. As we're at the Post Brewing Company, we'll come back and chat with Jimmy after this. This is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. 
Back once again, segment number three on Bus Prime Time here at the Post Brewing Company in downtown Boulder. Out here every week. Next week, we're out here on Wednesday. Come on by and uh, see us as uh, we'll be having the show early that week for the Friday night game at Eugene, Oregon. But this weekend, it's the Arizona Wildcats. And uh, I was hoping we talked to the big fellas. We got to Jimmy Brumba here, defensive line coach for your Colorado Buffaloes. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for yeah, having me. Great, great having you here today. All right. How you uh, how you feel about the way you're? I mean, you got some young pups out there, big pups now. But you got some young fellas. I was joking with Mel. I said, man, I, I need to look at a roster last week to figure out who all those guys are. You got a bunch of young fellas here, Coach. Yes, I looked out on the field last week, and we had three freshmen out there. And right. I was like, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you Were, know, were yeah. you either excited or scared at that point in time when you realized? You were well, it's kind of both, yeah. you know, because um, <laughs> experience is, is, is the best teacher. Yeah. And um, these guys haven't had been in the storm a lot. But the thing of it is they work hard, and they're determined, and they want to be really good. So when you got here, and you kind of get those guys assembled, Tell me the first thing you're looking at. Obviously, you want them to know they're, they're big bodies. But what are the first thing you're looking at with that group trying to figure out what you got? Well, the first thing I always look at is girth mm -hmm. and foot speed. Okay. You know, I don't make sure those guys have that because in, in the, at the end of the day, guys are bigger now. Yeah. You know, when I first went to college, I went to Auburn, and uh, I went in, I was 237 pounds as really? a nose guard. Really? And uh, ended up getting 305 when I went to the 49ers. But okay. the thing about it is nowadays we can't even look at a nose guard and let and Unless he's 290 pounds. Yeah, what would happen if you so, walked in and said, Mel, I think I got a nose guard. He weighs 245 pounds. What would happen? He would laugh at me and shut the door. <laughs> so, so, so when you're out looking for, you're looking for big body. You want the raw bodies. material to get here. Right? Big bodies. Well, and, and, you know, we're looking for toughness. Yeah. You know, we want to make sure guys have toughness. Uh, we want to make sure guys can be coached hard. Mm -hmm. And um, those those are the qualities that you look for. And the, the biggest thing that I really look for is when I turn on that film, I want to see guys fly around okay that you can't determine a heart on a person you know yeah. but when you look at that person run around on the field and you watch them go make plays you know they love the game if they love the game then you have something so that that flying around aspect is that what differentiates because you know the, the guys are playing against the offensive side are big bodies as well when you look at a guy what differentiates okay he's six foot five he's 310 pounds what side of the ball is he going to play on? His movement skills. Movement skills. You know, how he bends, his movement skills. You know, uh, is he a quick twitch guy? Is he a long strider? You know, those kinds of things because we have to have short area quickness. Those guys got to be able to change direction, rush the passer. You know, what's so funny is I think a defensive lineman's got the hardest job on the field because not only do we have to stop the run, right? With Then we got to pursue the run if it sure. breaks. Right. Then all of a sudden we got to rush the passer. Then if the ball's thrown, we got to turn around and run down the field and then we got to line up and get ready to go again yeah and at 300 pounds that's not easy it's not easy <laughs> but i tell you that's why we push them every day yeah we push them every day and come out of the stack to stop the run and to be physical at the point of attack and it's really helped us in the games and, and those guys are growing up quick aren't they they really have to yeah Jalen sammy we're gonna have him up here give me a comment or two about him well you know he's a big kind-hearted guy he's a guy that loves the game he's a guy that cares about He's a field general. You know, when he's on the field, you know, I can send the guy in. And I know, you know, deep down inside, you know who you want to send in at what point in the game right. and when. And so I know when I send two guys in, if they're young guys, I know he's going to get them lined up. Once we get the call from the sideline, he's going to get them lined up. He's going to tell them their responsibility, and then he's going to line up and play ball. See, so here you're sitting here talking about you got to be big and you got to be nasty and you got to be able to move. And then you talk about him just being such a sweetheart. That would seem like a contradiction. Well, it's so 
hard because yeah. we ask them to be physical, right. aggressive, and tenacious. Yeah. Right? When a guy's on the ground, I don't want him picking that guy up. Right. Let's go. We gotta go to the next play. We don't got time to pick you up. <laughs> there you go. Right. You know, and, right. and 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 so then when you step off the field, you gotta be kind. Yeah. And, and so what you have to do when you walk on that field, when you walk across that line, there's a flip, flip there, a switch that flips. You have to, and yeah. you have to create toughness. Yeah. And that toughness is hard to create. That's why you try to find it within the players because everyone doesn't have that switch. You know what I mean? And, and that group up front there really sets the tone for everything that's happened behind them, doesn't it? It sure does. Yeah. Uh, the nose guard position, uh, you know, because he's taking a lot of double teams, he's taking a lot of different things. You know, like Sammy did a really good job in the Arizona State game of really controlling the center and making the ball bounce wide. Mm. When he does that, it helps our defense because then we can pursue. That ball's not hitting us directly inside and creating a seam. So we're trying to push that ball wide. And so that really helps us. And the, 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 the front being able able to, you know, we're playing some three downs, some four downs, some different things, and we're really pushing the ball wide so it indirectly doesn't hit us inside, and then we can chase the ball down. Mustafa Johnson, I want, I want to get a, your, your thoughts on him as a player. And, and by the way, I know folks are wondering, Mel has said all week, and that's why he and I didn't talk about it, it's going to be a game-time decision with, with both he and Visca. But when you got here and saw him, because he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's got that quick twitch, doesn't he? That makes him a unique player. Well, you know, he he does have that. He's got lower body girth that really helps him explode. He's got short area quickness. And the most of all, he loves the game. Hmm. When you take players that love the game, they're going to do everything they can to be the best player they can be. And when you have that, and you have that in a, in, in a person like that, he wants to be good. And when he wants to be good, then his game is going to propel because not now, not only is he going to he, he's going to play well on the field, he's going to study the game. Yeah. When you study the game, the game slows down. Okay. And that's what happens with a lot of guys. And that's what he's done. The game has slowed down to him. Now he can mentally, you'll hear, always hear me say focus. And then you'll hear me say strike. Because mm -hmm. when I'm saying focus, I want him to focus. See, if you chase two rabbits, you catch none. And when you focus on that rabbit, then you can focus You can focus all your power in your lower body extremity to be able to come off on that blocker. Yeah. And that allows you to be able to um, be able to release and, and do the things that it takes to go make a play. See, that's why you show up to the show with the big fellows here. You get that kind of wisdom right there. If you chase yeah. two rabbits, you catch none. You catch none. You know, I'm going to use that on the broadcast this weekend. You know that? Yeah. That's good stuff right there. How have you like uh, kind of transferring and, and, and transitioning to Boulder, Colorado? Well, it's been great. You know, my family loves it. You know, yeah. my son plays here. Yeah. And so that aspect of it has really been good because you don't really get the opportunity in your career to really be able to have your son, your family all together. So I think that's one incredible thing for me, you know, um, and, you know, just the transition coming from the South. I grew up all my life, played in the SEC all years in the South, and it, it's really helped me because I really, we want to build that foundation of being tough, physical, and also, you, you know, re respectable people. Yeah. And, uh, 
Um, so, you know, my, my family's really loved it out here. It's a great place. It's a great place for sale from a recruiting standpoint. You know, there's a lot of great things here. And, you know, the, the, the sky's the limit if we just keep working and every day just keep chopping wood. I, uh, I asked uh, Mel one time about all these assistants. I was just getting to know you guys. And, 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 he, and I asked about you, and he said, Jimmy Brumbaugh, number one, loves players. Number two, will go anywhere and, and ferret out a player. He says he'll go in the heart of Mississippi and find somebody and get him out of a Juca. He said that's one thing we love about Jimmy because he, he wants to recruit and wants to find players. That's, that's, a, that's a unique characteristic, but something that, that makes successful coaches right there, doesn't it? Well, you know, if you look per capita of the most NFL players in the National Football League, they come from the state of Mississippi. Is that right? And, okay. you know, the, the, uh, when you look at the defensive linemen, you know, there's a lot. Mm. They're in those little towns, and what I have to do is I got to go search for them. <laughs> and search for them is getting in the car and driving four or five hours all around the state. You know, I, we just went uh, went to Kansas on Thursday, and then jumped on a flight. Had to book it to the airport. I called my I called my wife and said I I don't think I'm gonna make it to this flight. <laughs> so I had to drive about a hundred miles an hour. Uh-huh. Didn't get a ticket though. Uh-huh. And um, it's I a different that state. Flight. Don't worry about it. I had to catch a flight because I had to catch a junior college game. Okay. And so I, I fly to uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and get off the. Fl- I got an hour to get to the game. I get to the game. I watch the first half, and then I book it about an hour and a half to catch another game that that I could catch the back end yeah. of that game. See somebody else. See somebody else. See, this is the glorious or the, the glamorous life, rather, that these coaches live out there. Right? Well, you can't live without good players. One, good players one, make us better coaches. One, so. one rental car after another, going to a JUCO game or a high school game someplace. Yes, sir. Give us a quick thought about the, this offense front that you're going to face with Arizona this weekend. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's a real dynamic offense. Uh, similar to the, what we faced against Arizona State, uh, like Coach said, they, they create multiple formations. Um, they have a quarterback that's dynamic. You know, we looked up a stat the other day, and in two games that he's played against Colorado, he's at 846 yards, all right, a total offense, and 10 touchdowns. And so that, that, that that's a dynamic guy. That's a bad memory for us Buff fans, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, people got to understand that these are, are, are spread offenses. They do a good job of getting the ball out of their hands. They're going to get yards. They're going to get points. At the end of the day, you have to find a way to win the ball game. And it's getting a stop here, getting a stop there, you know, getting our offense back the ball because they're going to score points. Sure. And, they're, you know, that's what these offenses are determined. They look at your formation. They look how you line up. And, and, and then they try to take advantage of you. And so what we have to do is we have to find a way to get a stop here or there, get the ball back, mm. get some turnovers like we've been preaching all week, just getting the ball out. First guy in, tackling. Second guy in, get the ball out. Right. Yeah. All right, you know what? You got me pumped up. Let's play right now, huh? Hey, I'm ready. Man, oh, man. And, Jimmy, great to see you. Thanks Thanks for coming by. Uh All right, Jimmy Brumbaugh, defensive line coach for your Colorado Buffaloes. Jalen Sammy is coming up next. The nose guard for the Buffs as they get ready for Arizona this weekend. We're at the Post Brewing Company. One more segment. This is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. KOA. Back one final time here at the Post Brewing Company on Buff Prime Time with Mel Tucker, Jimmy Brumbaugh, and now let's hear for Jalen Sammy, the uh, defensive lineman for the Buffs. Six foot six, three twenty. Is that accurate? Uh, yes, sir. It is accurate. Yes, three twenty. Yeah. Uh, redshirt freshman out of Colorado Spring, but uh, Vista Ridge, right? Vista Ridge. Vista Ridge. Yes. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Good, good. Week week off. Good for you? Oh, extremely. I felt blessed. Right. <laughs> Get to take time off and just yeah. recover and just feel good. Now remind us a little bit. I, I, 
said it seems like you've been here longer than, than this is your second year. You came the second semester, correct? Mm -hmm. So you got here enrolled in January two years ago. Yeah, 2000. Oh, no, I came in January 2018. 2018. So you've been here for really about the time you get done, it'll be two and a half years by the time. After the season. Yeah, so you graduated from high school earlier. Mm -hmm. and oh, I graduated in 2017. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yes. I graduated. That's right. You graduated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, correct. So you've actually been out of, out of high school for three years. Yeah. yeah. So it's been, by the time you got back in the field this year, it had been a long time since you'd really played again. Yeah, it's been probably two and a half years since I've, like, officially played yeah. football and, like, played a game. Was that tough? As much as you love the game, was that tough kind of sitting and watching and not being able to play? Yeah, I, it felt like I kind of like lost the, the feeling. Like, sure. man, I haven't played in a while. I watch games. It's like, man, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't physically be there. So, like, I always love the game to play. I'd rather watch. Right. Talk about how you became a Buffalo. Obviously, being a Colorado kid, it made sense. Mm -hmm. But uh, talk about that process. That was a previous staff that brought you in. Uh, it was... I was recruited pretty late coming into high school. I was thinking about just going to JUCO or whatever, maybe a D2 school. But then uh, the the last recruiting coach, uh, Jeff Cope, came just to visit the um, 2018 class at Vista Ridge. And so my coach told me to come in and just wait till he came. So I waited, introduced myself, and that's what started it off. Really? So, okay. Yeah. Uh -uh. And then a week later, they hired the, um, DJ Elliott, and he came and just offered me there. And so that's what started. Uh, that, were, were you a Buffs fan growing up or down the Springs? Didn't you pay a lot of attention or what? Uh, I've, I've always, like, had love for the Buffs. Um, my family has, just being in Colorado, born and raised here. Um, I actually played my last uh, official high school football. Uh, basketball game at Coors Event Center okay. in, in the state 2015. Yeah. Right. It was the Final Four, so we okay. lost that game. Right. But, so just I've, I've had history here, and just being um, with my coach from Sierra High School, uh, he, I transferred, though, but he okay. used to kill me here, Philip Jackson. Oh, yeah. Phil Jackson, yeah. he used to play here. But um, other than that, it just was like truly good. <laughs> Have you always been a big guy? Were you a big little yeah, boy? Yeah, I was a pretty big kid. You know. I had a big head, my mom said. Yeah, okay, well, so, Coach said that about you, too. Yeah. yeah, so that was funny when he said it. I was like, man, <laughs> damn, if he saw it, then my mom definitely. <laughs> you come from a big family? Uh, mom or dad, big people? Yeah, my dad had 13 siblings, and then wow, my mom 13 had five. Siblings. There's five of them total. Yeah. And so, yeah. But out of my brothers and sisters, we were only four of us. Okay. Are, you, are your siblings as big as you are? Uh, my oldest is just like me, maybe a little bigger. Okay. But I say I'm bigger, you know. Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> You're tougher, I'm, I'm no definitely bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and then my other brother, he's 6'3", uh, 330 probably, 340. Right. And then me my and goodness. my sister. 6'3", 330? Yeah. Holy cow. If you were two inches taller, you'd be perfectly yeah. round, wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, that's a big man yeah. right there. And then my sister, she's actually a freshman here, uh, okay. plays on the track and field team. Okay. Janai saw me. Yeah. yeah so. And she's th uh, throwing shot yeah. stuff? Shot put, okay. discus, and all that. That's kind of nice having a sister on campus. Yeah, yeah. definitely is. I didn't think she would come here, but just surprised she came and just got off her. So, so now we're here together. How, how do you like playing with the, for Jimmy Brumbo? Oh, I love it. He's, he definitely pushes us. Like he definitely changes us for everything, and it definitely takes time to adjust. And just we gotta now that like playing. Um, I've seen that like the mistakes that I make, I know I know before asking him, yeah. and like he's like, did you do that? I was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I right. knew I should have. That's my gap. I should have done that. And like he corrects us every day, sure. and just try to get better and just technique and fundamentals. That's all we focus on. But that learning process, once you start to understand what the mistakes were, 
that's when it starts to click, doesn't it? Yeah, it definitely starts to like click seeing that like you, you know you could have made that you could, you could have done better um, and like what you do. You got to focus on your job, and the, you do your job, the, the game is easier. Mm-hmm. And everyone plays, and everyone's having fun. Everyone's flying around and just making plays. And so that's that's what we try to focus on our job, specifically our job. We got to do it. That group of, of defensive linemen is young. I mean, I, you, know, you don't want to put <laughs> yeah. the card ahead of the horse here because you got a season to play. But I, I look at that group and think, my goodness, as this thing matures, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that you're, this group you're part of, that yeah. could be a special group here down the road, yeah. couldn't it? For sure, they can. It, um, it's just truly a blessing that we're all starting young and just like being thrown into the fire we learn by experience and just but we all t- help coach each other like we all focus on what we can see and like we let each other know like we got we all got to get better because we can't play the whole game not everyone we have to substitute people sure and you have to like know your job know what to do and especially just um play and be physical and just stop the run and convert and try to make a play. What are you, what are you studying right now? Uh, ethnic studies. I'm okay. ethnic studies major. All right. When, when football's all said and done, what do you think you want to do? Uh, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure right now. You know, you're young. You don't yeah. have to do it yet. Yeah. But I, I'd hope to go into coaching. I love football. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. I, love, I love sports. I love being around. I played multiple sports in high school. Okay. played about five and just, it's, it's, it's just, the competition is just in me. I don't know. I just love being competitive. Was football always your best sport? Uh, actually, it was basketball and then football, and then I played a little bit of volleyball as well. Volleyball is your size, huh? Yeah, my dad, my dad, volleyball was his best sport. Okay. I've always played with him. Love it. Just loved it. Hey, congratulations. Get out there and get those Wildcats on Saturday, all right? I appreciate it. All right, let's hear for Jalen Stanley. Defensive tackle, nose guard for the Colorado Buffaloes as they take out Arizona on Saturday for family weekend at Folsom Field. 2.30 with the kickoff, 12.30 the coverage as you wrap it up here at the Post Brewing Company. We're back here next Wednesday, don't forget. This is Colorado Football from Learfield IMG College. Buffs Primetime has been presented by Coors Light, the official beer of chill. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Buffalo Sports Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.